Yeah, so if there's a true apoc- apocalypse, I think if the if if this coronavirus thing actually got really bad and there's a proper apocalypse, it would take a while before I'd have to cook and eat dog. But it wouldn't take that long. Nah, it'd take a while. How long do you think you'd probably get sick of what eating tuna? Damn, yeah, I don't think it's gonna be like <laughs> I go to the cupboard and I'm like, oh, tuna again. Better eat the dog. I think, I think it'd be a a last resort before you eat the dog. But you want to eat the dog before it gets too skinny. But that's very true. There's <laughs> you would. I'm not. I know, but I'm just thinking then because I don't think I'd want to eat optimally. Dog, optimally, but I don't think I'd, eat... I don't think I'd want to eat dog food. So I'd keep eating, no, keep feeding the dog in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. Until he runs exactly out of food and then you eat the dog straight away. If you want to survive for a long time, young blood, you've got to make some sacrifices. Meat, gotta... meat is meat. So... Yeah, meat is meat. As far as actually eating the food, like we're a slow cooker, you can make it not tough, but... Yeah, it wouldn't wouldn't be a first preference, but... If be high to, up on if the it's chain. To, if it's to the extent where like... Alright, you've been in quarantine for like eight weeks. There's not one can of baked beans in the house and literally like... Have you tried looting by this point? Well, if the virus got bad enough, you don't want to go... I'm talking if it was like a proper apocalypse. What do you mean? It's flying around like a cloud. Yeah, like you don't want to go outside... The virus is a cloud. ...where people have been... Oh, this is what I'm talking about. The extent it's got to be for me to eat the dog. I'm not talking about like, oh, the power's gone out. I better eat the dog. I'm not talking (laughs) like that. But, I don't know, so how did we get onto this? I don't know. Anyway, how are you, Mitch? I'm good. Yeah, good. That's awesome. I'm warmer now that I've put a, um, a hoodie on. Representing for Tats Up? Yes. Sure, Kev Mac. Good on him. So, yeah. Good. We good have job. to get him on the podcast one day. Man. We, we've never ha- we never have anyone on the podcast these days. No, it's we actually, don't have guests. You know, it's actually good. I actually prefer not having guests. Fuck guests. Had Andy Sucked and Brad and, and that sort of stuff and Aki, but... Eh. I think... Well, what are we? What are we up to? Eighty-seven, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think it's eighty-seven. We're like encroaching on a hundred. I know. Maybe. And I think that we won't do a special episode for a hundred. I think we probably won't even realize we've reached a hundred. It'd be like a catch up, and then we're like, "Oh, what's the number? Is this one a hundred and three? Oh, like, you know, some people do podcasts by themselves, and then like for like the fiftieth or hundredth episode, they get a guest on for that. That. Yeah. Maybe I might. We. I might do the hundredth by myself. <laughs> I'd fuck you off that. and then I'll just talk by myself for a hundred. I'd be all for that. I'm just going to straighten up the camera a little. It's a little wobbly. There we go. Um, Didn't even move it. Did move. A little bit. Yeah. Um, Do you like the reverse guess where we have less guests than I like ever? And then for the 200, we'll just record for half an hour with us just sitting here staring at each other. <laughs> not even talk. I'm just not even in the room. Just put up like CCTV security cam footage of an empty room for Holy a- shit. You just reminded me, CCTV ca- camera footage. Mm. I haven't got it. But I will get it and I'll, yep. f- I'll show you. Yep. So at our work at CSA, we've got an operations department. Yeah. And Chris in operations. What are you looking at? I just noticed on the camera I haven't actually looked, but there was a weird glare behind me. I think that light. I'm going to turn that light off. I just noticed there's a big glare behind me. Can I turn that one off? With a switch. Wrong, 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 wrong. Go over there. Go over there. Yes. Oh, good. That was a bit aggressive, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, Go over there. Jeez, it's like you're trying to tell me about a fishing video game or something. But um, 
Yeah, I just noticed there was but a big glare behind. It's way pro- better now. It's probably been really annoying for people for the last couple of episodes, but no one really watches this. No, no one cares. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about before you interrupted? Chris, me about from work. Yeah, so what were you saying? Yep. So Chris from Operations um, yep. had to get a box down from the storeroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's like already a ladder there or something. I don't know why there was two ladders, but there's two ladders. Mm. And he's climbing up. He comes into the oh, he comes into the workshop and goes, "Look at my arm." I'm like, yeah. "What the hell?" He's got like a big like bit of claret coming out and a bit of a few bruises. Some burke off. Yeah. Anyway, and he's like, he's going on about how he fell off the ladder. He's like, "Oh, I'll get you the footage." Yeah. Got us the footage. Yeah. Fucking hilarious. That's so he's cool. climbed the ladder up to get this box down and the ladder slipped and he got his arm wedged in between oh, two ladders. Jesus. That's super funny. Yeah. <laughs> he's just hanging there and then he had to get down or whatever and he got down. Yeah. Anyway, he got the footage. So I'll have to show you the footage but it's fucking funny. Definitely. Anyway, he fell off the ladder. Get me the footage. Could have we'll, been worse. We'll put it up on the Sad Party YouTube channel just for the hell of it. <laughs> It'd be awesome. I'll get Chris to sign a waiver but it should be fine. You should cook some more sausages. I don't want to. Don't my want judo chopping sauce. hands already sore. <laughs> oh, I feel like some more sausages, but my hand hurts. <laughs> I'll just roundhouse kick them this time. Oh, Jesus. Um, what else has been happening? I'm trying to think if anything good's happened. Oh, I went for a run today, which is cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you go? Uh, I just did Cape Willamite. There's like a 8K running loop around yep. there. Didn't find any big pink rabbits? Nah, no, 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 Jesus. Yeah. I know that. I went there like during the day. Yeah, pink rabbit joint. Yeah, yeah. it's really weird joint. when there's even there. Uh, I sent you the photo, didn't I? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking looking. bizarre. It's insane. It's huge. It's really weird. giant pink, yeah. weird rabbit. Mm. Just there. Anyway, yeah. went for a run around Cape Willamite. It was fucking really nice. That's good. Headphones on. Listen to like, not old Parkway Drive, not new Parkway Drive, but like middle Parkway Drive, like Deep Blue and I listen oh, to Atlas. Okay. Those two albums, you've probably never heard of them because you don't listen to anything newer than 2004. Yeah. Accurate. That's fucking two... accurate as shit to say it's... that. Yeah, you're actually right. I think you're about right. It's I accurate think as since, shit. Anything newer then, than 20, 2004, you don't listen to it. Anything newer than 2004 with the exception of Norma Jean and Cancer Bats, I don't think I've listened to anything else newer. Really? Yeah. Because you are definitely um, stuck in your zone. I think the word for it is cultured. Not really that cultural. Well, there's been nothing good. Well, I would certainly disagree with that. Yeah, but I certainly won't take your opinion on board either. So, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, anyway. You still think Fred Durst wears red hats backwards? Fred Durst went downhill after $3 bill. I didn't like no, significant, dude. Other. significant Other. Significant Other is sucked. fucking good. No. No, really good. <laughs> Dude, you know what the best Limp Bizkit album is? And I don't care what you say. Am I going to smash this over your head if you say anything other than the $3 bill? What are you going to say? Dude, Gold Cobra. It's fucking What's that? Golden Cobra. Like the new one after... I haven't even heard that. I, don't ha- I think I'm happy. Dude, it's so good. $3 bill was good. Golden was... Cobra is fucking awesome. $3 bill was... It's the best that, one ever. That nexus point of like the new metal where it was like metal with some screaming but they rap. Like, Dude, that's a big thing, rap. Yeah, I've it's li- funny because there's a new band. There's like the band that I'm listening to at the moment. They're called um, Unity TX, and they right. have like a 
a black rapper? Is it, do they play heavy stuff? They do they do air conditioning repairs? Uh, no. Because the TXL features prominently in air conditioning. Oh, that's really I, good to know that. I assume Unity TX is Maybe means an Texas. air conditioning company. No. May mean Texas. I think you're wrong. I'm pretty sure air conditioning was around before Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're wrong. You're a fuck all. No. Well, yes, but... Anyway. <laughs> um, so, you finished telling me about Unity TX? Yeah. Yeah. A new but, album, Mad Child. But I just find it really hard to find things Boy, that aren't it? crap that are new. Yeah, I think you've, uh, you're have you a bit blinded by 2003. But that, I think... I was talking with my boss about this recently. I think you tend to like things that were popular when you're in your formative years. Like when you're sort of like late teens starting to go out and do things and actually have fun and that sort of yeah. stuff. Like, so I think for me, like what I'm an 82 model. So I was 18 in the year 2000. So like mid teens, so sort of 15, I started working when I was 15 and sort of doing stupid things up until I was about probably 22. So anything that happened between like you got 19, for it. 1997 through to sort of 2004, 2005, that's the sort of that's when I was sort of traveling around when we were riding BMX a lot and traveling to Europe and the states and things like that. And I'm like, that's when all just the stupid things happened in life. And I think like stupid in a good way, like fun and ridiculous and and I think that's why you tend to like that sort of stuff. And I like you know I like dirt bikes, like late nineties dirt bikes are my favorite yeah bikes. Like I want to collect. Every 1996 model motocross bike. That's my, my mission one day is to have eight motocross bikes. How many have you got? What's that? Of the 96 models. Bits and pieces of a couple. But I don't have complete, complete of idea. any of them. <laughs> complete of any of them. But what I mean is like, that's what... The 96 point. everything but a CR will be cheap. Yeah. CRs are still pretty cheap. Not 96? 500. CR 250s are still reasonably cheap. 125s aren't worth much at all. All the other brands, you get them for about the price of this Posada bottle. So, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, I like them over all the '80s models. But guys in their '40s and '50s now love 1980s motocross bikes, and guys in their yeah. '50s and '60s love 1970s motocross bikes. And you tend to like what was around in those formative years. Like, I can remember when I was like 13, 14, like reading moto magazines and looking at those bikes there, going, "I want." that like just loving it where yeah. now like your 2020 serif looks amazing but anyone can walk into a honda shop and buy a 2020 serif and they could replicate all the things you've done to it with not yours. really anyone anymore because it's too expensive yeah but, but what i'm trying to say yeah to that point because mm. 1996 model dirt bikes were good dude yeah i grew up and there were the 2004 model KX 250F. Yuck! <laughs> Fucking shithead, dude. <laughs> exactly. So, hey, I just started my bike, and now it doesn't start yeah, anymore, yeah. and now it's catching fire, yeah. and fucking doesn't run, and now it's Oh, I, I have a sore leg, because it's got an electrical problem. The rod <laughs> shot out the side of the thing and smashed the stator off and hit me in the thigh. <laughs> oh, my... Oh, I'm just going to change... Let me just change the oil on my 04 KX250F. Oh, now I've got to drain the coolant first because I can't change the oil filter. Yeah, get the radiator hose off. <laughs> I remember... Because I'm 150. Like, when the first gen YZ400F came out in 98, 
same sort of thing. Like to change the oil filter, the radiator hose ran directly over the oil filter caps here to dump the coolant. No, actually, oh, no, sorry. The Cowies didn't have the cap, dude. You oh. had to take the whole fucking water pump cover off with the oil filter inside it. Really? To, so you had to drain the coolant every single time you changed the oil filter. I think you probably did it wrong the no, entire time. No, legit. And then you used to buy the Pro Circuit. Remember those red Pro Circuit covers you used to be able to get from? Oh, yeah, yeah. They had the separate thing. Yeah, and I just remembered I was remembering it incorrectly. With the YZF400F, you had to rotate the header pipe up to get the oil pump, oil cover off. Oh, oil, that's oil such a cool design. But especially because... Lucky no one to, thought of that. To do an oil change properly, you've got to get the engine hot. So then you're trying to rotate a hot header pipe up. It's just stupid. Like... So, and when they went to the 426 in 2000, they just made a new header pipe that sat up higher. It's like, oh, how can Why didn't they do that yeah, earlier? Why did they do that earlier? And I can remember with one of my early 400s, like when it was really hot, getting a piece of wood, got the header pipe super hot, getting a piece of wood put under it, and belting it with a sledgehammer to bend it up out of the way so I could get the oil filter cover off. Like, just first gens of bikes are always stupid. When they brought out the Generally, the alloy yeah. frame CR250 in 97, and it was so rigid, you'd land off a jump and your teeth would explode. Like, that was Dude. so rigid. Oh, I remember in 2016, mm. I rode for Joe Stevens MAD, mm. and we had KDM 350s, mm. and that was the first, the first, first gen of that frame, one. Yeah. No, not the first steel frame. Oh, no, no, no. first time you'd ridden steel frame for a while because you were riding alloy frames. For yeah, years. I only ever rode them. That was the first <clears> time I ever had a KDM. <clears> and we yeah. were testing with... Steve Powell yeah. at SPMX yeah. and you had to take them it was some fucked up system to get the rear shock out of it yeah. they'd never like thought of it yeah because they'd just gone the and linkages Paul Powell, yeah. we're at Frankston and Paul Powell he's had to fucking pull this hot bike sub, apart subframe off I think you had to take the subframe off to get some the shock out up. so then you got to take a hot exhaust pipe off yeah and yeah get yeah, the yeah. Hot, off. yeah. Hot, hot pipe everything off yeah to get this fucking shock out. And I'm like, hey, Steve, there's no other way to do it. He's like, man, this is how you have to do it. My YZ, it's fucking worse. being the YZ two-stroke, it's so easy to get the shock out because what you do with that one, you can do it in, let me think how many screws it'd be. It'd be two bolts for the seat, one screwdriver for the hose clamp from the airbox to the back of the carby, yeah. and the two bottom subframe bolts. Oh, and the muffler. you got to take the muffler off. But then the whole subframe just flips up and flips just up. lays upside down on the handlebars. And it's just top shock bolt, bottom shock bolt, and it's out. It's so easy. I can have the... Yeah. I did a test a little Those while KMs ago. Those KMs are bad. Yeah. I did a test a little while ago with my YZ. Me, just an average idiot in the garage, I can have the forks and shock out of my bike in seven minutes. Like, And that wasn't rushing. That was just, okay, I'll just start doing stuff, pull it out, go, oh, look at the time. That was only seven minutes. Yeah. And they're so simple. Like, yeah, certain KMs bikes are, are just so easy. I think because they didn't have a mid-pipe. That was why. Oh, really? Oh, okay. So they had to pull like fucking some amazingly large amount of exhaust out. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, it was a nightmare. Yeah. But I didn't have to do it, so yeah. it's fine. That's the thing. I like... That's why I like my silly YZ. Everything about it is just so simple and easy. And the amount of things that I've just botched together to keep going, like I've told you about the wooden top shock, bolt, uh, top shock bearing. Yes. Yeah. Like... But it's just simple. It's just easy. It doesn't matter. Like, it only oscillates about 8 degrees or something like that as the shock goes up and down. Maybe 10 degrees or something like that. It doesn't need to be fancy, but it's just simple. It's easy. Yeah. It's like I, um, we had at work, they had a car meet because they're all like hot rodders and things like that. Yeah. Had a car meet and all these old school hot rods came down and I'm looking in the engine bay of these old school hot rods. I'm like, it's just a 
big engine, like a really big engine, with a supercharger on the top to push heaps of air into it, and a couple of huge carbies to push heaps of fuel into it, and then just some exhaust pipes, and then just a basic manual transmission, and then a big shaft and a diff. Everything's just so simple. It's yep. just so basic. No bullshit. Like the electrical system, there's a distributor. Distributors are a little bit annoying, but modern distributors are pretty basic. And some spark plug leads. And you look at it and you go, oh, everything's there. If something goes wrong, you can just lean in over the bonnet and go, I think that's what's wrong and just fix it. Yeah. Like it's not hard. But like, I looked under the bonnet. I never looked at the new car we got recently. I looked under the bonnet because I had to put fill up the window washer bottle. And I'm like, I'm pretty good with mechanical stuff, but I have no idea what anything is under that bonnet. And that's a diesel, but everything's electronic and... they got covers on Everything's got a big gay and, cover on and it. And you open the bonnet up and there's like three yellow things. Like the window washer bottle cap is yellow, radiator overflow bottle is yellow, and something else was yellow. And it's basically saying, oh, if it's yellow, you can touch it. If it's not yellow, don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, so only touch the yellow. All yeah. right, awesome. And like, it's a brand new car, so obviously it's got a five-year warranty and that sort of stuff. But if something went wrong, I look under it and I'm like, I know what I'm doing with mechanical things, but there's nothing I can do here. Yeah. Like, my work is done. All right, cool. Let's just call RACV. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 fine when it's a brand new car, and I guess that's why you pay the money but for a brand new But you just think, thing. like, 10 years down the track when exactly, someone has yeah. a second hand, you just go on four. Yeah. Like, I, I miss my Hilux more than I miss certain dead relatives of mine because it was so basic. It was so simple. It did 340,000 Ks. Nothing ever went wrong with it. Yeah. And if something did, it's like those old school hot rods. You look under the bonnet and you go, oh, the big thing there has a hole in it. I'll get a new big thing. Yeah, it's, it's bolted easy. on it. It's so easy. Like, it's simple. And I think that's what's scary. Like your 2020 CRF, what's that going to be like when, not that it matters for you or Honda or anything now, because you won't have that in 15 years' time. What's going to be like in 15 years' time when something goes wrong with the electrical They're system? Still- Pretty good. Yeah, there's still a fair I mean, bit. There's a fair bit going on with EFI and yeah. things like that. But look how much better an EFI CRF is over the Carby ones. Like, the, compare your one to an 08 CRF 450. Dude, 08 CRF 450s are legit good. Yeah, I know. Right, 04 and 03. Let me change that. The CRF 250 Carby. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah, dude. Like, it's such a piece of garbage. Yeah. Like, I've had mates in the past who. And be like, oh, I got myself a dirt bike. Yeah, I got nice and cheap. Paid like two and a half. It's an 08 CRF250. And I'm like, oh, oh they go, no. I'm just having problems. Oh, it's got the black edition. It's the black edition oh, one. Yeah. And you're I'm like, just oh, having problems starting, starting it. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's always the same thing. And it's it like, just doesn't start. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, oh, I picked I'm up. I tried a- dragging it behind my car. For fucking <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I roll started down the hill. And, um, or I tried roll starting it and I rolled down the hill and now I'm trying to push it back up and... It kind of sort of half started, but it didn't. Exactly. It's like, yeah, that's what they do. It's It's pretty much... How can I fix it? Oh, it'll cost you about five and a half grand and it'll be exactly like a secondhand (laughs) 2010 CRF 250. So, I don't know, like, I haven't... It'll be good for five hours. I think I might have told you, probably on one of the podcasts, I haven't ridden a late model EFI four-stroke. Yeah, you haven't. Yeah. I need to have a rider one. Mm. We need to go riding one day soon. Definitely. I don't know. But, um... Dude, you'll be blown away by how good they are. Oh, I can imagine. Well, it's like... It's like... I was was talking about this on the podcast too. Like, when they went from Carby cars to AFI cars, the difference is just insane. It's phenomenal, the difference. So... I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we haven't talked about yet. Let me have a look. I don't know. 
I haven't really thought about, um, like we were talking about earlier, I haven't been saving notes in my phone when things We, do, we haven't done comedy, you haven't done nothing. We haven't done anything. Dude, I'm screwed for doing stand-up nights. Like, now working, like, 11 till whenever I finish at night. Like, yeah. I, I, dude, I can't. Oh, that's right. You're working evening shift now, aren't you? Like, I'm not evening. Like, sort of like oh. a day arvo sort of shift. Kind yeah. of afternoon sort of setup. Yeah. And it's, dude, it's like... I thought, like... I thought, I'm like, yeah, sweet. I'll have my mornings. Dude, I'm that tired. I can't even... Yeah. I get up you at, like... You need to find an open mic night that's an open mic morning. Yeah, like a breakfast comedy <laughs> club. A breakfast comedy club. Oh. But I could probably, like, get... The th- I could get to a club after work, but that's yeah. like, I'll get there at like 10 o'clock. Yeah, so, and sign up's like 7. So yeah, so it makes it hard. thirty. yeah, exactly. You could probably call them and say, hey, can you put me on this? I'm going to be there later. Like, because you'd be on later anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, ke- I'm keen. I'm keen as to do it. With all this coronavirus scare, there probably won't be that many people doing it. But then again, it's gatherings of over 250 people that have blocked out. That's never going to be that. Nope. <laughs> These things, but I might just start booking shows at the um comedy store. Yeah, it's fair enough. Well, I guess you'll be under two fifty. You'll, right? you'll be free um in one of the coming weekends because comedy festival's been cancelled. So has comedy festival yeah, been cancelled as well? It's been cancelled. Yeah. So fuck really? Spilled. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know who was coming over for it, but yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, it would have been good, but oh well. Yeah. See, um, Bert Kreischer's got a special coming out next week. Yeah, Tom, is that Tom when Tom is Segura it next week? week after? Yeah. Bert Christ is like, I think three days time, comes out on the Chris has got one as well. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. I like the picture you sent me of Chris wearing the Honda shirt. What is that? Rude brand. What's Rude? R-H-U-D. I don't know. Uh, Jay-Z was wearing it as well. I don't know what that is. I'm going to Google it right now. Oh, so he had... So that was a, like, Rude oh, LA? I saw the wing. Yeah, uh, yeah, Honda yeah. wing. Yeah. But it was Rude brand, so I don't oh, know I what know that what is. That is. I don't, probably, there's probably some people listening going, you fucking retards. Well, um, well, as we said... R-H-U-D. Like, yeah, if I haven't, like... You think it's bad that I haven't listened to any new music since 2004. I haven't bought any new style of clothes since like 1998. I still dress exactly the same as I did when I was a child. <laughs> I literally do. Yeah. I mean, jeans and a t-shirt or shorts and a t-shirt forever. Black t-shirt. Whoa. What? Guess how much that is. Oh, so it's not actually the wing. No, no, but it's like a... No. What? what the hell? How is that hoodie? $725, dude. Put it, put it up to the screen and show people on that it looks crap too it doesn't actually look any good how is that hoodie $725 US no it's Australian oh Australian oh okay that's that's bargain then so, dude that's incredible man it's ridiculous and it's called Ronda like it's a Ronda t-shirt but they had a um like a full Honda looking one. yeah the one you sent me I just assumed it was the Honda wing that was a full Honda wing um no there is a Honda wing one mm. But I don't know, this is no. quite expensive clothes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, People I can't believe idiots. it. Anyway. It's incredible. I already, already hate that brand. Nah, I'm already off it. Um, anyway. Hey, why don't we start Sad Party Clothing and just charge exorbitant amounts? Like, just put out... Do you remember Big Baller brand? What? You know Lonzo Ball? The basketball player? No. His dad's LeVar Ball? Um, that's it there. $879 for a freaking hoodie. $879 for that's a hoodie? That's the hoodie right there. US. Jesus Christ. That's the Honda hoodie, right? I wouldn't pay $879 for a Honda. Let alone a Honda. Like a, a hoodie with a Honda wing on it. There you go. $879 for people playing at home. That's ridiculous. I can't believe that. I'm going to buy one. No, you are not. You don't <laughs> buy anything. I wouldn't pay $8.79. That's insanely expensive, isn't it? 
I stole seventy nine. Eight hundred seventy nine dollars. Yeah, eight hundred seventy nine dollars. That's ridiculous. I hate Crystal so Airborne. No, he didn't. He did, dude. He was wearing not, it. Not many people. That was the jumper he was wearing. He would have been given it. There's no way. Who's giving him an eight hundred seventy nine dollar jumper? Who's buying an eight hundred seventy nine dollar jumper? This is a fishing versus the fucking motocross thing no, over again. No, because no. this this conversation doesn't make me want to break. Ah, <laughs> oh, um, oh, I've got less respect for Crystal Air then. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah, I I, I, was, you, I was wearing a. Honda, I was like, fuck, it's sick, like a hundred looking. Yeah. Eight seventy nine dollars. Obviously, it's never going to happen, and it's probably a lot to do with the mindset. But I'd love to be some super famous celebrity with heaps. And still just rock a Kmart t-shirt. I reckon it'd be awesome. Yeah. I also reckon it'd be awesome to spend $879 <laughs> on a jumper just for no reason. No. That's... To be honest, even if you're worth billions, spending $879 on a hoodie is just an asshole move. I don't think it's balling. I hate the whole balling mentality of like buying something that's Actually, expensive. you know what? What? Yeah. Buying something no, I'm with you. Buying something that that's expensive for the sake of being expensive is just stupid. Buying something that's expensive because it's actually good. Like, if you actually like, I even I don't care if someone spends six hundred grand on a car. I don't care if someone spends a million dollars on a piece of art for their house. Buying a hoodie for eight hundred and seventy nine dollars that is screen just, printed that costs a, a guy twenty yeah, bucks. You're just a showboating wanker. There's no there's no benefit to it. That hoodie isn't going to keep him any warmer. It doesn't look any better than a $20 Honda hoodie. It doesn't look any better. It's just no. the same. But it's $879. But it says Rahood on it. It says Rahood on it, dude. So the only reason to buy that hoodie is to just basically like Say, peacock and go, I'm an asshole. That's all it is. But I also... That $879 hoodie, if you had to spend $100 on a hoodie on Target, I wouldn't have screenshotted it and wouldn't have sent a photo to you saying, hey, look, Chris Dilley is wearing this. The only reason you... Well, not a $100 Target hoodie, but if he was wearing a $20 Honda hoodie, you still would have screenshotted it and sent it to you because it wasn't the Rahood that you sent me No, I said the, the, the wing. wing. The wing yeah. is important. Exactly, yeah. And the wing can occur on a $20 hoodie. But also, the wing mm. is worth $879 to me. Because <laughs> the wing... No, it's not. It's fucking because important. You are tight with Honda, so you could go to your Honda mates, and I'm sure you've already got some Honda clothing, and say, "Hey, can I have a shirt with the wing on it?" Yeah, and they'll go. But not everyone's here, Mitchell. The wing position. <laughs> the wing position. Or wing man. So yeah, but anyone the, can. The walk wing in, is more important than the who. But anyone can walk into a Honda dealership and buy a forty dollar hoodie or a hundred dollar hoodie, whatever it is. I don't know how much you and, think hoodies are. They're not twenty dollars or forty dollars. They're a hundred dollars. Well, I said a hundred dollars just then. Okay, but you said I was originally forty. Talking about you a said t-shirt. forty, but you were talking about t-shirts. Yeah, which are sometimes forty-five dollars. Also, sometimes they're thirty-five dollars, and sometimes they're twenty dollars, and sometimes if you pay forty-five dollars for a t-shirt, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've got forty-five dollars t-shirts. I know, legit. Yeah, I do too, but I just don't wear them because they're I, all they're framed. Out. They're framed. I'm, they're I'm, framed in the plastic. Because no, I bought them for $45 back in 2003 because I haven't seen any t-shirts I've liked <laughs> in the last 15 years that are worth buying. Oh, God, 2003. <laughs> 17 years ago. Wow. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was thinking about the other day how my car license is old enough to have a car You could nearly have sex with someone from the time that you've stopped buying clothes. That was born then. You could have sex with someone from the time you stopped buying clothes but you just go to jail. I definitely go to jail. 
All right. Well, I'm legally. I think we're, I think we're pretty much done. Here. That'll do. That'll. That's full That'll do. All right. So, um, so have you got a discount code for Rahood? I do not have a discount for Rahood. Rahood. All right. And um, I do have a discount for PSDunderwear.com. Well, I want to get onto old mate from PSDunderwear.com. What was that bang? Huh? You hear that bang? I want to get on to PSD underwear and get him to... Was it that one? You kicked the stupid thing. It's my foot, dude. I want to get on to PSD underwear and get him to make an $879 sad party hoodie. It'd be ballin' to have that. That would be ballin' to have that on his stupid website. Can we... Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's sort of the best fucking idea. Alright. Can we... Merch. Holy shit, dude. We're gonna look fucking so ballin'. Let's make hoodies, dude. Alright. $1,100. Yeah. No, <laughs> legit. Let's fucking make hoodies mm. and then put them for sale for $1,100. You get hoodies. And then have them. Yeah. But we make them. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck, we make them. Yeah. We wear them. Yeah. And we do like, on Instagram, we do like a picture of like us wearing it and then like we do the screenshot of the price. If you do... $1,100. You get some hoodies printed. I'll put the effort in. I'll find a photographer who can shoot some proper... Photos of us wearing our $1,100 hoodies. Fuck yes! Dude, let's do it. Yes. Alright, that's it. Also, PSD underwear.com.au. Uh, Mitch2020 at checkout. Cool story. Cheers.